Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Myrtle Beach Nerd. Today is Monday, March 11, 2019. What's going on, people? Just wanted to say hi and, um, you know, stayed up late last night. A little tired, a little beat down, back to work, you know, the weekly grind. You know, before you know it, it'll be Friday already, and I'll be celebrating that I'm off the next day. But uh, right now, it sucks, I'll tell you that. Um, the week, I, I freaking hate Mondays. They're probably my least favorite day of the week. That and Wednesdays, and it and and I know it's weird because like Monday and Tuesday are like the beginning of the week, and Wednesday's hump day. Tuesday doesn't bother me for some reason. It's just Monday, just waking up and realizing you have to go back to work, and then Wednesday being the day in the middle. You're like not at the end, but you're not quite at the beginning. You're just there, or like my two like most hated days. Um, yeah, I I just can't stand them. Uh, but yeah, last night I was up. I was watching the pay-per-view last night at WWE, and I'm doing a WWE podcast this week. I know I'm not really a big fan of it anymore. But um, I, I did stay up to watch this pay-per-view because I'm a huge fan of Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Those are my two favorite wrestlers. Um, probably of all time, to be honest with you. I mean, I really enjoy them. I think they work great together. Just not tonight. <laughs> we'll get to that later, though. But I just want to give a little uh, you know, update on what's going on around the, around the old household. Things like that. I talked about the security system last week. Um, we did buy an Arlo camera, which, I mean, it, it's a nice camera. It's got really nice quality. It's an HD uh, 720, for those of you who don't know. Um, the 720p. So it, I mean, we just got like the regular wireless set. It came with two cameras. Um, <clears throat> took a really nice picture, and the motion was good when you're in front of the camera. Uh, but when he goes a little bit farther out, like we've got maybe, uh, maybe like 30 feet, I, I guess, from like where we put the camera to where the car's parked, and that's the main concern. And um, it, it just didn't work out too well. I mean, we were like walking down the street by the car. It just didn't pick up. So I mean, it was a waste of 180 bucks. So we returned it. And we had a uh, security guy come out today, actually, to take a look around and see, like, what, like, quotes would be and things like that. We got a really high quote, a little less than a thousand bucks if we want to get a three camera set up. But, I mean, it, it could be worth it, something I'm still considering. But just right now, there are more important things. Maybe I'll get another Arlo or, like, a ring or something like that. Just something temporary for the meantime. Because I, I really do want, like, something set up. Because I, I just, I'm just sick of this bullshit that goes on in the neighborhood. Kids running around, dogs shitting on the yard. You know, things like that. I'm just so sick of it all. I, I really want something done. And the best way to get something done is to have some proof, you know. Um, if I get a, a picture of somebody fucking around, I, I can easily present that and be like, all right, get them. Um, yeah, so that that's that. Uh, we may go with that down the line, just not yet. But um, we are going to get something put in place so soon. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to get the house watched out, you know. So I was called a douchebag. At least I sound like a douchebag, apparently. Um, some guy on Reddit was like, uh, I was like, hey, uh, you don't really sound like a nerd. You sound like a douchebag. <laughs> Thought that was pretty fun and interesting. Thanks for that comment there, guy. Uh, I don't know. The comment was deleted very quickly. It was like one of those things where I've read it, the app on my phone. So it, it popped up real quick. Like somebody replied to a, a post. I was just putting out links. Hopefully you guys found us from Reddit. And thank you if you do. But uh, but yeah, uh, it was like a, a link popped up or something like that. And I was trying to read it. But I, I closed it out too quick, the notification. But I, I did read like... He's he's not a nerd. He sounds like a douchebag. So I didn't read the rest of it, but he, he did throw some good things in there too. Uh, I was oh, I was a little under the weather this weekend, so I don't remember everything that was said. But th those two things stuck out pretty uh pretty nicely. So thank you, sir. Um, thank you. Um, for thank thank you for listening. Actually, I hope you're still listening, and I hope you spread the word, pal. Um, but yeah, uh, we set up late last night. We watched the pay per view. Didn't really count on doing it, and um, I was only gonna order it. If I can get the network free for a month, because like I said, I really don't care too much about it. But since we did get a lot of comments, I'm going to give my my you know take on the pay-per-view and things like that. I might even do Raw and SmackDown. Who knows? 
Um, I'm just trying to get more content out there, really. That's really what this is all about. Just trying to put more content out and trying to get more, more eyeballs on the product that we're putting out there. So, like I said, we have we have one year on this thing. We're already two months in, so we got ten months left to try to build this podcast, and it's something that we we can see ourselves doing for a while longer. So maybe we'll at least have ten months left of us. So we'll see what happens ne- next January. I, I would say January first, I guess, will be our last podcast. If you know things don't grow, but I mean, if the podcast grows and we get more and more views. Uh, subscribers, things like that, um, reviews on iTunes. I mean, everything's going really strong right now, so I can't anticipate us putting the bricks on it unless things really slow down. But I appreciate everyone for listening and for spreading the word if you are. Now, one thing we are looking forward to are, like, more questions. So if you can send in more questions on Google, we'll, we'll do another mailbag, which is really fun. We had a good time doing that the first time we, we, we did it. So, yeah, I mean, keep them coming, whatever you want to talk about. If it's if it's about your own personal life, you want to throw out something, a comment, ask us questions, we'll answer anything. We're very transparent, like I said. Even talk about wrestling. If you disagree with anything I say, please throw it out there. We can have a dialogue, you know. That's that's what this is all about. It's not about, you know, us just having a show and saying our opinion's fact. I mean, we're, we're not geniuses, obviously. We're not experts in any field. But um, we're just real people giving, you know, things, and we would like some real feedback. So the email is MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com. So, yeah, keep them coming. You know, you know, start start some dialogue. That's what we're looking for. You know, we're looking to we're looking to talk to our our, our listeners. So there you go. But yeah, like let's get to the pay per view here. Um, yeah, it, in all honesty, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was really bland. The one before this was actually very interesting. It, it held us. Uh, it was the Royal Rumble. We watched that one. It, it it was gripping. It was fun. And this one was just everything that it's not like that one wasn't. It was just it was just filler. It was garbage. And I know this is the one right before WrestleMania, so you're really not looking for, like, title changes and things like that to happen with the big pay-per-view right around the corner. But I was hoping for more swerves and things like that, and this one was just really bad. Um, the, there, there was one swerve, and I'll get to that in a couple of minutes, but this pay-per-view just really didn't didn't interest us at all. I mean, we, we, we found a stream, so we watched it for free. I feel guilty for doing that because I, I do feel like if, you know, if, if there's content out there and you're enjoying it, you should, you should, you know, throw some money towards it. Otherwise, you know, things just get more expensive. That's like people that steal from grocery stores and the prices go up a soda because you're stealing all sorts of shit. You know, that that's just what happens. And, you know, like people that have like Netflix, the price is going up because, you know, people share their Netflix account between three or four different people. They pay the one price and, you know, that's a couple of different, different subscriptions that Netflix isn't getting because they're sharing their password with everybody. So same thing goes here. The network will probably jump up if people keep doing a free month and signing up with different emails and credit cards, stuff like that. But... I don't know. This one, I, I didn't really feel too guilty about it because it sucked, and um, I'm not just going to be hard on them. They say some good things about it too, but let's just dig right into it here. The uh, pre-show match was the New Day um, uh, defeating Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev in a very predictable matchup. Um, the New Day, the New Day seems to me like they've run their course. I mean, they've been doing this for a long time, and I'm hoping this push that they're trying to give Kofi Kingston is the beginning of the end of this group. I mean, it's like they started off, they were they, they were interesting when they were bad guys and no one liked them. They were getting booed and they had like the gospel music and all that shit. And they were supposed to be like gospel singers or whatever the hell they were trying to do. And now they turn them into pretty much just a minstrel show. I mean, they go out there and, you know, like the coonery and all that bullshit that they're pulling. They're like clapping, dancing, singing and joking and fucking throwing pancakes out of their fucking crotch of their pants and all that shit. I'm just not. I'm just not a fan of it. Um, they're a very good tag team. They put on some fucking clinics, especially with the, that cage match they did a while back with the Usos. That was a hell of a match. One of my favorite tag team matches probably I've ever seen. And um, there's there's something else that irritated me about this match too. The fact that Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev are pretty decent low mid card guys, and they just kind of randomly get thrown together as part of a tag team because WWE, you know, they, they really don't know what they're doing with a lot of their talent. 
And what it seems to me like they're doing is just putting guys together just so they can kind of justify having them on a freaking payroll. And those two guys, you know, they, they, they did have some pretty good programs with, with other people. They had an okay one with each other, and then all of a sudden they're a tag team. There's really, like, not much there. It's just two foreign guys thrown together, and that's just the tried-and-true method that they've been doing since Jesus, since forever. And with those two, like, they're very talented guys. Uh, I really like Rusev. It's just really hard to watch him lately. I, I, I think he's probably another round of cuts or two to be gone himself. I, I just I just can't see him sticking around. And I guarantee you, if Lana gets the boot as well with Rusev, that marriage is not surviving because she is such a thought on Instagram. I use that word thought because I, I, I just learned it not too long ago. But yeah, that, that's what she is. She's a freaking thought. She's a, she's, she's a, she's like a Instagram whore, basically showing her beautiful body. Obviously, you know, she's a very good looking girl. And I, I think like she's trying to parlay the WWE into like a modeling career. I know she was a model before, but maybe like movies and acting, things like that. So I, I, I can see her leaving Rusev. I mean, she is way freaking out of that guy's league. I, I can see her, um, yeah, if, if, like, the meal ticket gets fired from his job or replaced or whatever, I can see those two just not lasting much longer. She'll probably get hooked up with somebody else in Hollywood, and he'll just be wrestling on the indies forever. Who knows? But like I said, I, I can't see either one of these these two guys, especially uh, Shinsuke as well. I can see him going back to New Japan, where he was really popular, made a name for himself. He was He was... He was huge. I mean, he came over here. He got a little bit more notoriety on, on the Western civilization. And I think he could parlay that back in the New Japan and even become bigger over there, you know, or maybe even join the Bullet Club or AEW or any of that crap. Because I think, even though I hate AEW, I mean, I'm happy that people have a place to you know, go wrestle. I just don't like Cody Rhodes, and I, I can't root for anything that guy does. He's, he's, he just comes off such a smug bastard online. I can't stand him. But, um, yeah, I, I just think that, like, people like Shinsuke, even guys like Rusev can go over there and kind of boost up the boost up the uh, lesser-known competition. So I, I don't see them lasting very long. I mean, the match, the match was decent for what it was. New Day predictably wins, and they go after that. They go backstage, and uh, Vince McMahon talks to Kofi Kingston and goes, hey, that title match tonight going to be a triple threat match. And he throws them in there, crowd goes wild, and, you know, they're, they're making Kofi look like a real dumb shit. He was standing outside the office for, like, an hour waiting for Vince McMahon. This is a little bit later on in the show before Vince McMahon made that announcement. He goes in there with the New Day. They're like, no, we're going to go talk to him. This is your time. His, his buddy's getting them all riled up. They go in there, and Vince McMahon's like, hey, I've been waiting for you for an hour. Where the hell were you? You know, like, act like he didn't know the guy was out there. Making Kofi look like a real dumbass, and the McMahons are just freaking infesting everything. Making everything worse, too. I mean, and, and I lump Triple H in there with that as well. I mean, the guy can still perform and go out there and put on a hell of a match. But the problem is, is like, you know, you put the McMahons in every goddamn segment and they're all over this WrestleMania, just like they're all over every WrestleMania. It's absolutely ridiculous. And these guys don't need the exposure and they're not helping anything. This isn't 1998 where Vince McMahon shows up and like the ratings just go through the roof because he was the hottest heel at the time. It's, it's just not, it's just not there anymore. I, I don't know. It, it feels like they're trying to recapture some magic. And Vince McMahon doesn't look that good anymore. I mean, I mean, like for his age, he probably looks fine. But he, I mean, his eyes are all watery and, like, pink and shit. Like, he, he just has that old man look to him. Like, he's just not even there. Like, a shell of him former self. And Triple H coming out there and taking over everything. is feud with Batista, which is absolutely terrible. He cut a horrible promo last week on Raw. And he's making it all about him. And this Ric Flair thing's all about him. And it's hysterical how during Ric Flair's, um, they had, like, a birthday celebration where he got his ass beat by Batista and dragged out backstage. It was all shown on the backstage camera. Triple H is the only guy, I mean, out of everyone that showed up for a celebration, he was the only guy to go check on him after he got his ass beat. 
So, I mean, yeah, Rick, <laughs> those are really your friends, pal. But, but yeah, I mean, all that kayfabe stuff aside, uh, Triple H, is, he's a great entertainer. He's just he cut a horrible promo that was way off the mark, and it, it just didn't connect. And seeing him versus um, Batista at WrestleMania this year is just going to be a freaking dud of a match. Batista hasn't done it in a while. He's probably going to get gassed pretty quick. Triple H is always a professional, so, I mean, he'll, he'll probably make the match somewhat decent with just the storyline and shenanigans going on. But Jesus, man, he's got to go. I'm so sick of these pieces of shit on TV. Every freaking year, it's like clockwork. They all show up and come out of the woodworks. But speaking of McMahons, <clears throat> let's move over to the next match. It's the Usos defeating Shane McMahon and The Miz. Um, the Miz's father was in attendance. They kept showing him every five freaking seconds. Um, the Miz, I figured out, looks like Howard the fucking Duck. Um, Google Howard the Duck, kids. Uh, it's a movie from the 80s. Uh, the, the, the cute mom from um, Back to the Future was in it. Leah Thompson or whatever her name was. Yeah, he looks just like fucking Howard the Duck, dude. I, I, I know my hatred for the Miz is legendary. I can't stand the guy. Now I'm glad he got his ass beat in front of his daddy. And after the match, um, I mean, like, the, 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 I don't think the Miz has ever been a good guy in his whole career. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, he, he goes out there. I'm expecting him to freaking attack Shane McMahon after the match. They just won after the freaking Usos threw what seemed to be a thousand super kicks in the match because that's all they're good for. Very talented group. They have good matches. But, man, they got to stop. Tone that super kick shit down. Come up with something else. I mean, the fucking Samoans are known for their hard heads and their splashes and shit like that, which the Usos do as well. But those damn, damn super kicks, man, I mean, it's so freaking ridiculous. It's, like, irritating. It really is. But anyway, they beat him with a double super kick. Uh, they, they, they they pinned him. Uh, I think they pinned the Shane or some shit like that. Uh, I don't remember the ending to the match. I was admittedly going to the bathroom multiple times during this match because I'd rather be taking a shit than looking at shit on TV, which is the Miz. Oh, God, I know a lot of Miz fans right now are probably, fuck you, man, but he does look like Howard the Duck. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, after the match, Shane McMahon and the Miz are walking him to the back. You know, they're overly celebrating with the dad and, like, giving him props and shit. And then Shane McMahon attacks the Miz, beats the crap out of him, berates the dad, grabs the dad by the face, like, pushes him down and shit. So Shane McMahon turns heel, and this is one of the weirder things I've seen. Now, Shane McMahon, I mean, I, I just can't see how the Miz can be a face. He's got the most punchable face in wrestling history. He comes off as a real dickhead and an asshole, and it's like there's so much to hate about him. How the hell is he going to be over as a face? I'm kind of interested to see it, though, because we've never seen him do this before, so maybe he'll be decent at it. He's been pretty you know, good at being a heel because he's irritating, but whatever. Anyway, uh, I, I, I can see The Miz you know, beating Shane McMahon at WrestleMania because Shane McMahon goes out there, he loses after putting up this valiant effort. There's no way in hell he's, he's winning a match. That's one thing. At least Shane McMahon doesn't win matches. I remember Vince McMahon won the world freaking title at one point. So it's like, at least he, he's a humble McMahon. And I know Stephanie lost to um, Ronda Rousey, but I think she beat Brie Bella in the other matches she was supposed to be in. Because, like, yeah, yeah, that's right, she did, because uh, Nikki Bella came in or some shit like that. So, and, like, joined Stephanie. But anyway, I mean, the, the McMahons, they never get their comeuppance. So it's nice to see Shane's probably going to put Miz over at WrestleMania and it'll be the Miz's little moment. Hopefully his dad's there and wearing a goddamn Cleveland Cavaliers jersey or the fuck he wears. But um, I, I wasn't a big fan of this match. The Usos did their thing, you know, as usual. It was a regular Uso match. Shane McMahon took an ass whooping, as usual. Miz makes the hot tag. Still lost the match, so I'm happy the Miz lost. Anytime he loses is good for me. Um, next match is Asuka versus Mandy Rose, and Asuka wins. Um, I was kind of surprised by this. They, I, I know Vince was really high on Mandy Rose because she has that look to her, you know, that Vince McMahon loves. Um, Asuka, I love her. She is, like, the cutest thing ever. She's awesome, and she's a badass. I'm glad they're actually giving her wins on pay-per-view, but, man, this match is bad. There were so many botches. 
it just it just wasn't smooth at all. Um, there were a lot of errors, mostly on Mandy Rose's part. I know it takes two to tango, but Mandy looked awful in that match. Not looks-wise, but just wrestling-wise, yeah. Look-wise, she looked incredible. I mean, her body's flawless. My, my wife and I did kind of mention that, you know, her face needs a little bit of work. We think Sonya's actually prettier, but Mandy's, uh, of course, you know, got the better body. Why the fuck am I talking about that? But anyway, uh, the match is terrible. Really not much to write home about. Asuka wins, you know, because um, there was some interference. Sonya... And a really screwy finish, like, actually, earlier on in the match, she, like, reached under the rope, or under the ring, rather, um, she pulled up the apron and was looking for something that she couldn't seem to find. Like, it wasn't there, and she was just looking for a very long time and put the apron down and just kind of forgot about it. Goes over to the other side, and she finds a kendo stick after a little while, so it's like she missed her mark and maybe standing in the wrong spot at the time or whatever. And then, like, she leaves the apron up the second time she goes to look for this, uh, for this kendo stick, doesn't actually use the stick, but leaves the apron up. Mandy runs the ropes and in trips in like the worst worked trip I've ever seen. She just kind of just falls and collapses. And then Asuka, and Asuka does her thing and finishes her off and, and beats her. But it was just a horrible, like weird turn of events. And Asuka, you know, God bless her, man. Beautiful girl, great wrestler, huge, awesome talent. Very charismatic. Crowd loves her. And she was being subjected to work down to that. Hope they have something better for her plan for WrestleMania. I mean, if I had to guess, it'd probably be her versus Naomi. Because Naomi's not doing anything, and she's always someone they can kind of inject at any time. Gets a good reaction from the crowd, puts on a good match. Polished veteran. I, I can see that happening. Especially now that both of them beat Mandy Rose, and it seemed to be, like, moving past her. But, yeah, I mean, a terrible match. I'm not going to give any star rating because, fuck that, no star ratings here. I, I just didn't like this pay-per-view, and that was a bad match. Probably the worst one. This next one I'm going to skip past um, was the Barber's Kofi Kingston. Kofi went out there for his match, thinking he was going to fight for the world title, and Vince McMahon sends out the bar and says it's a handicap match. They beat the shit out of Kofi. Um, the New Day was nowhere to be found, so it's like, what the hell? And I know they said the New Day can't interfere in the world title match, but this wasn't the world title match, and this poor Kofi got his ass beat. Put up a little bit of offense, you know, but still, it's like, really, man? I understand they're trying to build up Kofi as the underdog. But with WWE and with fans having such a short attention span, they need to strike while the iron's hot. They should have put Kofi in a triple threat, had to be a triple threat, and have Kofi win out of nowhere, maybe defend against Brian, lose it back to him at WrestleMania or something, because they're not going to have him hold the title for long if they do give it to him, which I still don't see happening. Because, I mean, Co like, let, let's just face it, Kofi's, Kofi's black, and Vince McMahon has never seemed to like a black wrestler. You could say The Rock, but they've always, always celebrated his Samoan heritage. It's always about him being Samoan. And his dad was uh, Soul Man Rocky Johnson, an African-American male. But they never really put that over. It was always about Ada Johnson and um, you know, his, his mother and, and all the Samoans and Samoan dynasty and all that shit. So I, I just don't see it happening. I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. With them crowning an actual black dude as a champion. And this has been one of the biggest criticisms of WWE since Jesus, since forever. I, I just don't see it coming to an end here. I, I, I can see Kofi going to WrestleMania, having a hell of a match with Brian, and then tapping out because that's that's just how they do it. They did it to Booker T against Triple H back in WrestleMania 19, I believe it was. And I and I, I can see it happening to Kofi as well. It's going to be bad. They're going to really, really fuck these fans over if that's what they want. But like I said, they need to strike while the iron's hot. This Kofi Kingston thing seems to come out of nowhere. They need to hit the mark now if they want it to succeed. I don't think fans are going to be as receptive to it at WrestleMania if they keep pushing Kofi the way they're pushing him. I mean, like, they're putting him in the limelight finally, but it's like it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it was by accident because that Mustafa Ali guy. But I, I just don't see it 
I, I just don't see it coming to a fruition. I, I, if you're a Kofi Kingston fan, expect the worst at WrestleMania. That's all I can say. By past experiences of watching wrestling, it's going to be bad. Next up, uh, this match I'm not going to talk about at all. Uh, it was the revival where Shad Gable, Bobby Roode, um, and Aleister Black and Ricochet. The revival won. Uh, Ricochet is fucking amazing, and so is Aleister Black. Those two are phenomenal. Uh, Chad Gable's really good as well. Uh, Bobby Roode's old and awful. Um, he's got, got a good theme song. That's about it. Don't really see much of him as, as a wrestler. Uh, he could probably hold a decent match, but I, I, I just don't care to watch him. He's got that glorious thing going for him and a cool-ass theme song and entrance. That's about it. Uh, the Revival look like fucking substitute gym teachers. They have the most dad bods I've ever seen uh, recently with wrestlers. They win the match, but um, yeah, they they yeah, that was it. That's all it was. It it, it was okay. I'm not gonna bitch about it much because I I don't want to waste energy bitching on it. But man, it sucked. A uh, bunch of guys with no charisma. Uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black are gonna be something though because they're freaking awesome. Really cool shit that they pulled off, and effortless too. I mean that Ricochet guy made it look effortless. He's so good. Um, but yeah, that that's how that went. The two uh, two dad bod gym teacher guys won. Next up, we got Samoa Joe beating R-Truth, Rey Mysterio, and Andrade. Really cool spots in this match. Very fast-paced. I was kind of hoping R-Truth would win it just because I, I enjoy him and Carmella together. It gives them both something to do. And it's funny. U.S. title and any secondary title in general really means shit anymore. But I, I also am happy Samoa Joe won because Samoa Joe is one of those guys who's, who's a badass. I mean, he looks the part. He acts the part. He cuts a good promo. And he's a good wrestler for a big guy. Probably the best big guy of all time, in my opinion, if you ask me. Um... I know it's going to piss some people off. I mean, he, he, he reminds me of a Bam Bam Bigelow, a guy who does everything well. Um, I, I, I was a big fan of Bam Bam, Asbury Park, New Jersey, baby. But, yeah, um, yeah, I really think uh, Samoa Joe does benefit from having a title, but it's it's not like it, 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 the belt doesn't mean shit. It really doesn't. Um, R-Truth had a decent showing doing the John Cena thing. I mean, he's, he's a guy who constantly you know, reinvents himself. Looks great for his age. I know he's, like, in his mid-40s or so. He looks great, works better than guys half his age, uh, he knows how to always get himself over. Very fun guy. You can pretty much plug him anywhere at any time, and people will accept it just because they, they enjoy him and they like him. And then you got Rey Mysterio out there, you know, doing his normal race stuff. He actually got himself in really good shape. He used to be a, he used to be a little porker before he left last time. He came back kind of jacked. He lost some weight. Looks like the Rey Mysterio of old from WCW circa, like, 1995. Um, looks really good again. He's doing some things. Uh, I guess he gave his excess body fat to Andrade because Andrade's not looking too good. Maybe pork in Charlotte uh, and eat, eating the good food in North Carolina with her, man. It's probably fucking him, fucking him up here. He just doesn't look that great. I mean, I, I shouldn't be the one talking, but I'm not out there putting my body on the line or my physique in front of millions of people. But, yeah, I mean, Andrade needs to tighten it up a little bit. He's still a good wrestler, very entertaining, very fast. I'm not going to shit on this match, though. It, it was good. Probably... Probably my personal favorite match of the night. It was just a fun watch. I enjoyed it, you know. It was good. I, I can see Samoa Joe possibly fighting Cena because they keep bringing Cena's name up a lot, and he always shows up during WrestleMania time. They got to get him out there quick, though, because, I mean, Cena, I mean, I, I know he's a busy guy, but he, he needs to be there to kind of build his feud up a little bit. Otherwise, he's going to turn into the very thing he hates, The Rock. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey were up next, defeating Nia Jax and Tamina Snuka. Um, predictable. I enjoy Sasha and Bailey. I like their outfits. Um, I, I call them Team Bubble Butt because they got some little donk and donks on them. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Bailey, man. She's she, I, she really good, really good wrestler, solid, good hand. You can probably put the belt on her at any given time. Sasha Banks still a little reckless for my liking. She weighs like a hundred pounds, and that's being generous. 
Uh, she's very little. Uh, she's packing some dynamite, but she's little, man. But they're both very good wrestlers. Um, Bailey's the better wrestler of the two, I think. I, I just think she's more like she's like more tight, I guess, with her moves. She she just seems to get it a little bit more, and she takes care of her opponents. Nia Jax did what Nia Jax does, and so with Tamina. Same thing with Tamina. You know, they're just these big jacked up chicks. So they they can put a beating on anybody, but they lose a lot. Um, don't know where they go. Uh, maybe the Iconics versus Sasha and Bailey, and Iconics upset at WrestleMania. That's just me guessing out loud. Or maybe a new uh, tag team debuting. Um, I'm not really a big fan of NXT, so I don't know who the hell's doing her thing there. But um, yeah, that's that, that. This is what I'm seeing for WrestleMania. What's what's next with these two? Pretty solid match, though. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's fun. I like Nia Jax and, and Tamina. I think they got a good look going for them. Uh, they, they they just remind me of a badass tag team, and that's exactly what you need in the women's division. You need girls for these two to topple in. Sasha and Bailey have a lot of opponents out there to choose from. The women's division is my favorite one. Um, there's a lot of diversity, and they're pretty stacked. You know, they're just they're pretty good. I'm not going to hate on the girls. Uh, Sasha and Bailey team bubble butt went out there, and they did their thing, and they look good doing it. Interesting note after the match, though, um, Beth Phoenix doing commentary, and Nia Jax and um, Tamina, wherever they're like kind of trying trying to bully her a little bit, and um, Beth Phoenix, she she took down what's her name, um, Tamina, and uh, Nia blindsided her, and they beat the crap out of Beth Phoenix, which leads me to believe that you're going to get a, t- a Beth Phoenix match at WrestleMania. I don't see her teaming with uh, Sasha and Bailey only because those belts have to be defended on their own. But I do see her maybe fighting Tamina in a match at WrestleMania, maybe um, Nia, or maybe her and Natalya in a tag team match because, it, because you know, Natalya did come out to make the save at the end. And, man, she looked fucking good. She needs to start wearing that as an outfit because, man, she hides her curves, and she's got some freaking curves on her, man. Holy shit. She came out there just bouncing, jiggling all over the place. She came out there, and she helped uh, Beth Phoenix. So, yeah, she's, she's definitely low-key, man. Holy shit, she hides it well. There's a lot to hide. Holy crap. But yeah, she came out there and she helped Beth Phoenix. And it looks like you're going to get a reunion of those two. I'm hoping more or less one-on-one matches because I, I like one-on-ones better. I'm so sick of the tag team matches and multiple man matches, which is what this pay-per-view was full of. Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, that would make that, that would incline me more or less to buy WrestleMania. Because my wife's a huge Beth Phoenix fan and I like Beth as well. So always a big fan of her. So yeah, it, it'd be nice to see them have a nice feel-good moment, and they're going over if they fight those two. They're definitely going over. There's no way in hell you have Beth Phoenix come out of retirement to, to lose, so. And she, she still looks better than, like, more than half the roster. She can go out there and handle anybody, it looks like. Very, very good, believable. Uh, next up, we got Daniel Bryan beating Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali, who came out to absolutely no reaction. Nobody gave a flying fuck about Mustafa Ali when they announced him for this match. I mean, holy crap, the crowd was fucking dead. It was like them announcing, like, like there was a fucking death in everyone's family who was at the arena that night. It was that quiet. It was just completely dead. And I can't stress it enough. Like, nobody gave a fuck about this guy. He went out there, put on a good show, did a couple cool moves. Um, you know, he didn't really do much. This match was very underwhelming, and I think it would have served better if it was just Dan O'Brien versus Kevin Owens, two very capable performers who do, 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 you know, do good work and do well with each other. Kevin Owens, man, he 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 he's still fat. He lost a little bit of weight. He didn't lose much. I mean, I don't know what everyone was talking about saying he looked great, but um, I mean, what what he has and what he does, he does well. So I, it was a, it was a decent match. It wasn't great or anything. It wasn't what it could have been. But Dan O'Brien predictably going over a really interesting spot at the end when uh, Mustafa Ali was jumping off the top, and Dan O'Brien came with that flying knee and just fucking plugged him on and got the pin. 
Uh, I can still see Kofi Kingston being the main event for WrestleMania. It's just not going to end well for him or his fans. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, Kevin Owens will probably fight Sami Zayn or something like that. I can see Sami Zayn. He's really ready to come back anytime, and that feud's already built in. So, I mean, those two hate each other, love each other, hate each other. They'll probably just do something like that at the last minute. Um, Mustafa Ali, for all I care, he can go fuck off back to 205 Live because he's, he's very good, but he's just, he just doesn't have it, and the crowd doesn't seem to give a shit. Um, there we go. Uh, my favorite match, or my favorite people, <laughs> not my favorite match, uh, Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte by disqualification in a match that was fucking terrible. I love me some Bex. She's my favorite probably right now. Problem with her is that the selling of that knee, man, was so bad. Like, I, oh man, I, it's like a horror movie where like the girl keeps falling over when the bad guy's pursuing her. That's how I felt watching this match. It was just like, come on, get up and run, you bitch. I, I mean, I understand the storyline aspect of it. I just didn't like the fact that she sold it the entire time. I kind of wish this injury would just go away. They would just write it off like they just forget about everything else that's going on in wrestling. Uh, I, I'm just not a fan of it. Um, Becky, I fucking love her to death. I love Charlotte. It's really hard. And by the way, Charlotte looks freaking amazing in red. And and I love Becky's Becky's new new tights because the old ones weren't very flattering, I, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just really bad. Ronda Rousey comes out there and just hits Becky to make sure she wins the match to go to WrestleMania. The psychology here is just like she wants to fight Becky and no one else. I, I really think what they should have done with this is they should have had whoever wins the match goes, the other one doesn't. So we could have that one-on-one. It, it just, I mean, I know they're trying to hide Ronda's weaknesses by having a triple threat match. But still, man, if this is going to be her last hurrah, give the people what they want. Give them the match they want. We don't want Becky in there as a triple threat. We want Becky versus, versus Ronda. Charlotte can do anything. She, ever fight Asuka again? Jesus. I mean, give her a title shot. Ever fight somebody? Do something else. But yeah, this match is very underwhelming. It didn't go very long, and it kind of ended like, what the fuck? This ended out of nowhere. Uh, I, I love Becky. I love Charlotte. I can't say that enough, but these two have had better matches. This was not one of them, one of their good ones. So it's just, uh, what I can see happening next is a triple threat match at WrestleMania with Becky going over. She's going to go over strong. I don't think she's going to tap Ronda out, but she's definitely going to beat Ronda. I think the two of them are going to get the shit kicked out of them, and then they're going to gang up and beat Ronda, eliminate her, and then eliminate each other with Ronda take, take like a quick, like a roll up or something to beat her. I, there's no way she's tapping out. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, yeah, and I think she's like, done after WrestleMania. She wants to start a family and shit. She's done. She'll probably go the Total Divas route. She'll still be a part of wrestling, but she won't wrestle or be on the road. Here we go. The Shield beating uh, Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. I thought Roman Reigns was turning during this match. I did not see this ending happily for The Shield. I just think it made way more sense for Roman to turn heel, but I get why they didn't do it because, I mean, it, it really would have made this cancer thing look like the work that it probably is. I, 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 I still think it's a work. Um, I'm not going to apologize for it. It just doesn't seem legit to me. I'm not a freaking doctor. I don't know anything about cancer or anything like that, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on it. I, I just I just feel it. I, I don't know why I can't explain it. I can just feel it, that it, it, it's a fake. But um, very, 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 very entertaining match. They went out there and they did, you know, they hit all their spots. It was a it was a fun match. Um, the Shield triple power bombing, all the near falls, and it was just a really good match. It it wasn't one of those matches that makes you forget that it's fake, but it was a damn good match, and it told a good story too. I mean, I'm not a big Roman Reigns fan, but I do like Seth Rollins. I'm I'm neutral on Dean Ambrose. Uh, he doesn't do the stupid facial expressions anymore, so I don't really hate him. I I do think he needs to shave his head because he's got that Bill Murray hairline thing going, but and he's too young for that shit. So I, I, he really needs to shave his head, go bald. It would give him more of that lunatic look, I guess. Have him just be bald. They were trying to stone cold thing with him anyway. 
So, I mean, they, they literally just need him disco bald. I mean, it, it looks fucking terrible. I mean, it did wonders for Corbin, even though Corbin looked like a fucking valet at the place he was wrestling at. I said that on Twitter, too. I'm just throwing that out there. But, I mean, he, he looks like he should be driving valet. Sorry, that, that was my chair, by the way. I was moving my chair and adjusting it, so that sound was that. Um, otherwise, it was a really good match. I mean, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. Uh, the pay-per-view itself probably was a dud. I mean, I'm not going to give a number grade, but if I had to, I, I, I guess it would be like thumbs thumbs down to thumbs in the middle. I mean, out of a five-star rating, I guess I'd give it a two. Just because of the, 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 the two matches I enjoyed on there, you know... Um, yeah, it, it, it just it was just filler. That's exactly what it was. I mean, you paid nine ninety nine for a filler. I'm not gonna bash anyone for doing so because I mean, nine ninety nine is pretty cheap to get as much as they give you for for wrestling. Back in the day, you used to pay fifty dollars for pay per view. It was fucking ridiculous. But yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Um, tonight's Monday Night Raw should be interesting. I'm not gonna watch it, but I'll read the results. Maybe maybe I'll do a quick recap of them in a couple of days or so. I still got a podcast I might be doing tomorrow where I go off on my normal things, you know, because that's what I do. I go off on shit. Got some things in my mind this week, and I'll be talking to you guys tomorrow about that. But that's the end of this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed my little review of Fastlane. I'll be doing more wrestling ones if you guys enjoy this one, and depends on the feedback I get, that kind of thing. You know, it's a wait-and-see deal. But, yeah, if you guys want to hit me up, I'm at Twitter at Myrtle Beach Nerd and Gmail at Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at gmail.com. I'm not sure if my wife's doing a podcast. We, we, we got to talk about that. There's not much communication there when it comes to this shit. Things just kind of pop up on my phone. I'm like, oh, cool, new podcast. Awesome. But, yeah, guys, it's been a blast. I actually had fun reviewing this one. So I'll be talking to you soon. And, uh, yeah, be safe. Love you guys.